Welcome to Leasing Out Loud, the podcast that is your information source for all things commercial real estate. We are your hosts, Lorraine Spindler and Lori Suba, and we're commercial real estate brokers with Scout Real Estate. We're excited that you're here and hope that you'll join us each episode as we explore the ins and outs of Calgary's commercial real estate market. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to episode number six of Leasing Out Loud with your hosts, Lori and Lorraine. Thanks for tuning in. So we're excited to have you here this week. This episode, we'd like to talk about ghost vacancies, specifically in the downtown core. Yes. And Lori, there was some news uh, a couple of weeks back that really prompted this discussion. Right. It was the acquisition of Husky by Synovus. And this Mm -hmm. got us sort of thinking a little bit about this again. You know, what does it mean when we talk about ghost vacancy? And I thought it was really interesting, Lorray, because you'd mentioned that you were chatting with somebody and mm-hmm. talked about ghost vacancy, and they sort of stared blankly at you, right. not entirely sure what that is. Yeah. And in the industrial market and the retail market, it's not really a thing. You know, if a location is closed or someone's not operating in a warehouse building or a shop or a store, you know that that space is vacant or no one's there. Right, right. And it's harder to see that downtown. Yes. I was joking before we came on, though, that the way that you tell is usually in the wintertime when it starts to get darker earlier, Mm -hmm. and suddenly you see the floors of space that have no lights on downtown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, you're leaving the office at five o'clock. It's uh, December, it's pitch black already. And you see the dark floors. That's right. So ghost vacancy is an interesting concept. We talk about uh, vacancy in general, and that's just the vacancy that's recorded. It's marketed uh, by either a landlord or a Mm sub-landlord. And in downtown Calgary, Q3, we're fast approaching 30% vacancy in the downtown office core, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. And I like to look back sort of in the rearview mirror and think about what the vacancy rate was at one point. And it's kind of interesting because Calgary is very much an up and down type of a market downtown. And we actually had vacancy rates as low as 0.7% in 2007, which is wild. 12 years later, (laughs) 13 years later, here we are (laughs) almost 30. And it's been that way for a long time. And that's what's unusual for Calgary. Mm -hmm. Usually we would have these up and down swings and I always joke too, when you're doing downtown office leasing or you're a tenant mm-hmm. or a landlord downtown, you kind of have to have a little bit of an iron stomach because the yeah. swings are quite massive, right. depending on if we're in a boom or bust cycle. So historically, um, we would have seen recovery by now. Right. Is we what would we'd have be used seen to. a vacancy rate that looked like a roller coaster ride. So yeah. up and down, up and down, up and down, but pretty quick ups, pretty quick downs, but we're back up again. Right. Um, and what's unusual with this last cycle is that it's been hard hit for some time. So we're Mm -hmm. coming up on six years now of tough times in downtown Calgary and vacancy rates that are persistently high. Yeah. So on top of the vacancy rates that they communicate or people might see in reports or they see in the media, this is really where this term ghost vacancy has started to come out. Right. And this is space that's not actively marketed, but we know it's not occupied. So when we're talking about ghost vacancy, this may be space that a company or a business downtown, they may have excess space and sometimes they can have loads of it. So they may have like a full floor or multiple floors or multiple pockets of space and they have chosen not to put it on the sublease market. So Lori, why would they choose not to do that? Well, sometimes what sub landlords will look at is they'll think, 
you know, what's the likely recovery that I would get if I was to put this on the sublease market? Mm -hmm. And does it make sense to try to get that recovery? And what do I have to spend in order to get that recovery? Okay. What a lot of uh, larger tenants have found or tenants that occupy perhaps a full floor Mm -hmm. is that the cost to demise or break up a floor is really prohibitive. It's making them think twice about whether or not it makes sense for them to put it on the market. I suppose there would be costs of building walls. Sure. Yeah. Multi-tenant um, HVAC. Sometimes they may even need what we call a ring corridor, okay. which is extremely expensive. And it can be hundreds of thousands of dollars to carve up a floor. And so what these sub-landlords are saying is I'm in the business of trying to recover funds, not spend money mm-hmm. on real estate. Right. And what am I going to get in return in terms of a recovery? Sometimes it's not so great. Right. And so the cash outlay is preventing sub-landlords from putting that space on the market. And the ghost vacancy is based on the sublease market. So landlords, as you and I know, Larray, mm-hmm. if there's a vacancy and we can market it on the landlord side, it is marketed. Yes. Does anyone have an idea of exactly how much ghost vacancy I wish out there. <laughs> I wish we could put if we had a crystal ball and we could actually see it, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, so we really have a handle on it. It's really tough to know. And why I say that is that when you think about even a big oil and gas tenant, say that occupies it's a major that occupies multiple floors in a high-rise tower. Yeah. They could have pockets of space that are not occupied or used, but it could be sprinkled all throughout their building stack. So they could have mm-hmm. it all over. It's very costly. You know, I talked about the cost to break up a floor. It's yeah. also very costly to consolidate all their employees down and shrink them down and do kind of a restack. That can yeah. be a, a costly undertaking as well. So you would need um, designers to help you figure out the right layout of yeah. what departments go where, go where, you know, synergies yeah. between departments, okay. right? So all of these things they have to take into account. And it's quite expensive to do that, the consolidation. Mm-hmm. And so I go back to what are they getting in return for all of that effort and time and money spent? What are they getting in return? And so that's why you see that. Really hard to put a number on it. I wish I yeah. could. Yeah. But the interesting thing to factor in, so sometimes I know uh, earlier on when we were hopeful that there would be kind of maybe a quick jolt and things would start to get mm-hmm. back to normal, a lot of folks were thinking, well, this is great. We're going to start chewing through the 30% or 28% vacancy. Maybe we'll get some traction and see those numbers reduce. Yes. One thing to consider when uh, we're looking at this ghost vacancy mm-hmm. is when a tenant begins to grow again or need more space, right. in all likelihood, they're going to be absorbing the space that they already occupy if they have ghost vacancy or if they have available space. Okay. So they're not going to be going out and taking down more space. They're going to use what they have. That makes sense. If they've got small pockets scattered throughout the space, you know, that means if they are hiring people, they will fill those spots first. They will fill within. Before they're going to need to lease more space. Yeah, they will fill within before they go out to get more. So that's just something to mm-hmm. keep in mind when we start thinking about the vacancy and recoveries and what that looks like. You have to model that there's also going to be sort of a built-in amount that is going to be absorbed by tenants before they go out and take new. Yeah. So hopefully that helps to explain mm-hmm. ghost vacancy because we hear this term thrown around a lot. And I know a lot of people, if you're not in it on a day-to-day basis, may not be aware of what it actually means. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be interesting too to see what happens and how this all plays out with Synovus and Husky and what the fallout is with that. But something that we know is sort of lingering Mm -hmm. that could be adding to vacancy over time here. So certainly time will tell. We'll see what happens. Well, thank you, Lori, for that explanation. That was really helpful. And for our listeners that aren't in real estate and it's not their day-to-day business, they see that in the media and I'm sure they found that very informative. Thank you. Awesome. Well, as always, if you have any questions for us following the podcast, feel free to reach out. You can connect with us at hello at scoutrealestate.ca. We love feedback and we'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.